Little Caesars changed the game, bro. They did. They did. They Little Caesars changed. <laughs> That's the most shot of shit ever. <laughs> hey, Chewy, blood. They want you on the, uh, the podcast, bro. Look, he Mexican, bro. You got to put him on. Am I interrupting your depression? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Get your car wrapped by some of the most experienced and skilled in the Bay. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. What's up, everybody? <laughs> welcome, to another, <laughs> welcome to another episode of The Voice Party Podcast. Ooh, you gotta say podcast after I say podcast. Podcast. The Voice Party Podcast. 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 I'm here, JD, with Marcos. What's up, man? What's up, bro? How you doing? Doing great. The Sober Tweaker. How you doing, bro? Yeah, doing Sober Tweaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Black Joaquin. Black Joaquin, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Rocking the, the Voice Party merch. Oh, yeah. Switching it up. Cool, cool. I, I'm glad you got rid of the red one. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. I'm <laughs> here with Phil. What's up, Phil, with the ones and twos? Oh, hey. How's it going, everybody? Good. That's the last time you're going to hear Phil in the rest of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we'll see if the subject of Republicans <laughs> Oh my God! And then we got a very special guest. Drove all the way from Watsonville. I'm happy that I've been wanting to have her for a while. May I give it up for Gabby Bravo. Thank you. You're not supposed to woo for yourself. We woo for you. Oh, well, just, you can woo like, for yourself. I like kidding. the extra. <laughs> Thank you for coming out for real, though. That means a lot. Like that's a, that's a, you drove far to get here. Yeah, I'm down. I'm always down, and it was super fun. It was a nice drive too. It was it raining? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I changed my windshields before I came here. Oh, nice. Yeah. They oh, were, oh, they oh were, the wipers. Oh, windshield wipers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, the wind. <laughs> oh yeah. You know how to do that? <laughs> no, they were pretty bad. They were like flopping yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I did for years? I only replaced the driver's side one because I was broke. <laughs> Well, because you have to buy them one cause, like cause, separate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. just buy one. Like, who cares what the passenger sees? Like, no, they're expensive. They're yeah. Like, yeah, they're like sixty yeah. bucks. Something. Each. Each. Or like they're like thirty bucks each, and I'm like, just I'll just take two. But I did. It did cross my mind. Yeah. Of just like getting one because yeah. who re- nobody goes into my car other than my dogs. Yeah. So that's because you haven't hit rock bottom yet. That's where I was in rock bottom, you know, just one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, I hope not. I hope he's always a choice, just a white one. Oh, man. Um, what have you been up to? You got a lot going on right now. Yeah, you've been killing it. Yeah, so I've been keeping myself busy. A lot of little projects have been coming up. Yeah. And I'm pretty happy because for a long time I was kind of like, Holding back a little, and right now I'm just kind of in taking anything mode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of collaborations, and I'm collaborating with Flaco. And uh, I saw that on his TikTok. You guys have something together. Yeah, well, we have something together already. Oh, okay. But okay. we're actually working on a on a song, uh, a new song. And my uh, what. My latest music video got played in the Watsonville Film Festival, and oh, I wow. cool. and I I played at the after party. Yeah, so that was really cool, and I met a bunch of filmmakers that are really passionate about their their art and their their film. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty awesome to be around people that are like super into their art and they're passionate about it. So it's like a nice world to be in. Mm-hmm. I feel like that For was sure. my my kind of world. Hundred percent. Yeah. So um, I was I was looking I was going through your Spotify, Interstellar, yeah, my favorite song. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, love that one. Um, you have very Lana Del Rey, Marina vibes to me. Mm. It's got it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very uh, it's vibey. I like that a lot. What what was your inspiration for making this kind of music? Oh well, Interstellar to be specific. I wrote it after a movie called Interstellar. Okay. And that movie. Yeah. that movie totally inspired me and it blew my mind and it changed my heart in a in a very like positive way. Where I've always been kind of like into like the universe and the stars and like mm-hmm. different realities and shit. But I feel like that movie really took me there and back. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to write that song. Um 
about it and in general i feel like who inspires me it's interesting that you mentioned lana because i used to listen to lana when i was younger mm-hmm. that kind of like sad eerie yeah uh, yeah so it's like sad girl pop kind of yeah but like but, ha- but it's vibey <laughs> definitely it's a, a sad girl pop. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah but it's great one, I mean? one windshield wiper vibes it's, yeah yeah you have like one windshield wiper vibes <laughs> yeah <laughs> full rain <laughs> <laughs> full rainstorm hailstorm just yeah. one windshield wiper <laughs> just the metal scratching your windshield <laughs> yeah <laughs> all alone <laughs> no dude that, that's oh sorry well, no 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 oh yeah Th- that i love that kind of music where um it kind of takes you to for me like like the music listening to your music it, you, you know when you smoke weed and after you <laughs> I was calm, gonna say after you calm down from the anxiety that you get from weed that cool <laughs> chill that feeling that's what i feel like your music for me that's what it makes me feel like i love i love that like very at peace yeah. I, I showed one of my buddies and he said that it would be perfect for when he does shrooms. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. So. That's a compliment right yeah. there. Thank you. Yeah. I would hope that, that it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, it's cool. It's, it's really yeah. vibey. What I was listening to, um, aquí se rompió. Mm-hmm. What is that? Good, good job, bro. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Mexican, Her- but I don't speak any Spanish. No, you're good. So I wanted to ask you, what is the song about? What is the song about? Because I couldn't translate it myself. I, yeah. Well, that song is, it could be about many things. I feel like the, the message that you get right away, if you speak Spanish, it, it, it seems like a, a relationship song, but it is, but it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Relationship. It's it's about like breaking uh, connections with people that are not good for you or your circle, mm. or that whether it's a family member or, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a friend or a friend. It's yeah. just aquí se rompió una taza y cada quien para su casa and that's a Mexican saying uh, the, it's what, what used aquí se rompió una taza y cada okay. quien para su casa that's a Mexican saying I've never heard that one that's good yeah and yeah. I feel like that's one of my most popular songs and I feel it's because mm-hmm. of that with that being said, be careful with my mug. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll crush it and then I'll go home. <laughs> what, what does this saying Sorry. translate to in English? Uh, yeah, it means... It doesn't have the same flavor in, in English. It, it won't. It sounds it, stupid, it's but it's... Aquí se rompió una taza. Here, there's a broken... Or mm-hmm. here we break a cup and everybody goes home. <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> no, that, that sounds like a really cool idiom, though. Here we break a cup and everyone goes home. In Spanish, it rhymes. Ah. So that's why it sounds different, you know? Like, yeah. It's almost like... In Spanish, it's like, okay... Uh, we break some something and then everybody goes home or yep. it's time to go home it's time to call it a day call it a day yeah. or call someone it kills the vibe and and it's time to just yeah like yes peace do you, do you the ever party sh- is over with that being yeah. said do you ever struggle with like like you want to put something in the song like as far as like like something like that that you want to translate it but it doesn't have the same because i feel like that there's some songs you listen to in spanish like i listen to juan Gabriel. And some of the li- <laughs> some of the lines I li- oh, I'll, show, yeah. I'll show it to friends and some of those lines like they're bangers but they don't have the you know it, it's it's not the same when you translate it to your friends in English and they're like no that's what it means <laughs> you're like this song is stupid this song is I sad think, I think that's the same with any song anything, in a anything. foreign language yeah. you know yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Japanese anime is full what was of it like, called lost in translation when like a lot of stuff gets lost mm-hmm. in translation mm-hmm. yeah it definitely happens to me. I don't. I haven't in songs like I write in English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. And actually, just last night I was working on something that is both languages in one song. Mm-hmm. But it has happened to me plenty of times when I'm like working or trying to translate something to someone. I'm like, oh, that sounds really silly. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I find that I find that the same way because we try to do a Spanish version of one of our songs yeah. and trying to translate from English to Spanish like it just didn't work yeah. that well because you had to be more proper about it and, and like it, we it, don't know how to write kind of in slang and stuff like that yeah so like it just didn't turn out like great 
yeah, not, switching <laughs> the vibe could be, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like that uh, George Lopez joke when he says, uh, uh, in English, in Spanish, you say, tienes pedo, and it's like, you got fart. <laughs> like, it doesn't, you know, yeah. it loses its. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing, you've been performing for? Have you been involved in music for? Yeah. Well, I've always liked music since I was a kid. I've always kind of like, would get on like tables and like whatever I could get mm -hmm. myself on when I was a kid. Uh, but that was back then. Uh, when I came to the U.S. when Wait, I was 11, I'm 30. Uh, how old am I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta. You make forget a phone call. after 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm 31, but I'll be I'll okay, be 32 next week. Okay. Oh, wow. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Well, it would already be your birthday by the time this comes out. Yeah. So, so you're 32. Happy, so you're 32. Thank you. <laughs> see, we're like into the future. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been and then after that I started doing like talent shows oh, okay. uh, like middle school I did my first talent show <laughs> and then high school I was in a little band but it never really made it out we recorded one song super cheesy I still have it how old are you? Um, 31. No, 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 no. <laughs> when you record the time of the recording of the, of the song. She was 31 when she was in her middle school band. <laughs> um, sorry. She goes, come on, Timmy. I need 30 bucks from your parents now. We need studio time. <laughs> you were in the Timmy wasn't that serious. System. Look, I know you got school, but you got to show up. You got to show up for practice on Tuesdays. <laughs> you don't need a sixth grade education. We're going to be rock stars. So Disney, this next week on Disney Plus. <laughs> you know the thing that used to do with the yes her, yeah, the your, yours, yours is just a windshield wiper <laughs> exactly <laughs> no sorry <laughs> no it's good i need to laugh more uh, often yes <laughs> i'm a sad girl pop <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I love that. <laughs> I always say that. I'm like, how do you best describe your music? And I'm like, well, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad girl pop. It, that's not a but, coin turn. It's, it's going to be just, coin. Just now. imagine if the instruments cried. Well, well, Sexy sad well, girl. Sad girl pop. Sad girl pop because like sad boy pop is like, oh, yeah. it's, it's a huge thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like what, it's like what a lot of like the guys are doing, like kind of with bedroom pop. It's almost really similar. Bedroom pop. Yeah. So bedroom pop is, it started off with just guys. Is people just doing music in their, in their bedrooms. Rooms. Yeah. Making, making pop music. Oh, okay. Singing. So it's like oh, bedroom pop. Wait, not but, what I thought it was. But also like it sounds very, yeah. it's very minimalistic. Like you can tell the difference between the people that wrote on Katy Perry versus Got like it. Nick D from TikTok. You right. know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, at home production kind of reminds me of SoundCloud rap. Right, right. You know, yeah. it's great. It's yeah. it's great music, but, but it's like, but it's his own genre now. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so yeah, genres have you, a way you produce your own music. Out. Well, I always have like confusion about that word because I write oh, yeah. my own music and I um, write everything from the lyrics to the music part. You do. But I go to an engineer to get it recorded and mixed okay. and mastered. So. Okay, yeah, because I was looking on the credits on Spotify, and no one's listed as producers on any of the songs. So <laughs> I was wondering, no, because I was wondering, so does that mean that you did everything? Like, because there's, there's, you're right, there's a difference between engineer, mix, mastering, engineers, and then, they're, I mean, they're all different, but sometimes they do blend in. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can get a one-stop one-stop shop package where the guy can do everything for you he'll even help you produce it make you know record the record be a studio session and uh musician but you know as far as like production like you had the idea you knew where it was going that's all you usually that's how it happens yeah let me ask you about instrumentation are you using software are you playing your own instruments or are you are you collaborating with anyone else for the instrumental part so you're writing the music but how is the music getting played right so the way i perform my music is through a keyboard a Juno DS and that already mm, has nice. loops that you can record into and hit play and mute and do the same over and over so I actually like all my music is based on loops um, and that is the same way that it gets translated into like a software 
later to like process. yeah and so uh maybe i'll add a little bit of flesh to make the song more cohesive and like more full sure but um but real instruments i don't uh really use sometimes the engineer might not compose anything but just kind of do something along the lines that i already do right to right. make it make it more meaty um as as a proponent of modern music, I would say that your uh, keyboard is indeed a real instrument, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I call it my husband. <laughs> my Gino is my husband. I am married. Everyone who owns one says the same thing. Yeah. It's, they're phenomenal. Um, no, but I get what you're saying, though, as far as, like, um, the instrumentation goes. like, Because you can kind of, you can really build a solid track off off kind of whatever you you're starting off it's very like i said very minimal minimalistic you don't need a lot to make a record pop and it's all life. you i try to stay very minimal and i know that at one point i'm already kind of doing it of like learning more and jumping on to the next thing to learn because this is good for right now like having my keyboard and just doing simple setup is great um because when I perform, it's usually it usually takes me like 15 minutes to like set up and sound check. So that's amazing. Most right. sound guys like really love Are you that. Using kind of the same setup as like Flacco when he's doing like his solo. I think so. Like very keyboardist, uh, yeah. backing tracks and stuff like that. It's just a keyboard and and mic. I have a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> I run away. Yes. I raise my hand. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Please share. <laughs> that song, your, the song, your love. I listened to it like 30 times when I played it, like when you sent me the video, I was like, holy shit, like I'd never heard that one. Do you, wrote, you, so that's an example of something you wrote all by yourself and then just got on your camera and filmed yourself singing it? Yep, that's basically the base for a basic performing performance and uh, yeah, recording. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, when that's, did your performance career start? Well, I was in a band. <laughs> Okay. The answer is <laughs> well, because I okay, because like I know there's like the you told us like you did the middle school stuff, but like when did you when do you consider yourself like really starting like right. you're gonna you're, answer? Like, I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, no, I only have one windshield wiper. <laughs> um, I started again. I don't know, like. I started in a band called Pandulce, and I don't know how Ooh, long. That's a, good name. that's a great that's a name. Great name. That's I a should wonderful. be in a band called Pandulce. <laughs> you look like a Pandulce. Atole and Pandulce. <laughs> that should be a punk band. Atole and Pandulce. Um, yeah. Diabetes open for Pandulce. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> that was like ten years ago. Uh oh, they really got into the Pandulce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start a side project. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I won't be mad if you take the name. Oh, I'm broken God. up now. I'm sorry. You're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, I think that was like ten years ago. Okay. Uh, I came in hard with pan dulce because I. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I know what to bring next time. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't uh, need it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. So, like, again, so you said ten years ago. Ten years ago, pandulce. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So ten years ago, uh, yeah, I was like going through some shit, and I kind of. That's how it starts. Oh yeah, always. So like I went away in my mind and literally I was living like a little bit off grid, just like going Mm -hmm. to work. And then I met, uh, I met Alejandro, trombone player, and then we became friends. And from there we met other people and then we came, we became Pan Dulce. Mm -hmm. Um, And we played for like three to four years together. And after that, I think the pandemic, people moved away, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um. That messed up a lot of bands. Killed a lot of bands and other Projects. Fucking COVID. Dude, yeah. that, that pushed our band two years back. Yeah. 100%. You guys should have been famous by now. Yeah. 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 Got, me, it. got me real close to Pandulce. <laughs> yes. A lot of people. Uh, for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think all the shops must have been closed. Yeah. One, like, like, I mean, I know. Okay. All right. This is off. This, this is, is this is, now. This is, this is, <laughs> just because you mentioned Pandulce, one of the like best bakeries in, in the mission closed during the pandemic. 
Yeah. Like a lot of that happened. A lot of those makers panaderias mm. gone. I don't mean to kill the mood. <laughs> no, what, I, fe- I feel like, it it like he killed the mood with a smile. A local fat comedian doesn't know anything about music, so he starts talking about food. <laughs> what? Anyway, Who forget about that the coming? music. <laughs> the next man was called Caldo de Res. And <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, so your your band, like you, so that was recent in a way. Kind of, I mean, the 2020 wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. Yeah. So you had that band recently. Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. It kind of loses a sense of time sometimes, but I feel <laughs> it was, like, kind of broken up before that. Uh, yeah. Because, like, people moved away to yeah. Sacramento, and then yeah. uh, the guitarist moved somewhere else, and our drummer moved to, like, the East Coast. So uh, by then, I was like, okay, I got to hang up, like, how to book shows, how to, like, network, and most important like how to do things on my own in terms of music and I've always was very I've always been kind of a writer anyway on my own and even though a lot of the songs didn't make it in Pan Dulce I was always happy that it it was okay for that Mm -hmm. not to be that way because I was like now you have a space low key I was like creating something for myself right right Mm. kind of like a blessing though right like that that happened in a way yeah, it was a push and it was a change. I I played my first solo show. I opened for Las Cafeteras in um oh, I think I've heard of them. In Santa Cruz and uh Oh, I was going to say in is that Little Jesus you opened up? That was someone else. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was at the same place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw that you opened uh, you opened up for them? Yes, I well. did. That was really fun. So, how does that process go? getting to like because you're basically starting a whole from scratch yeah and and then getting to open up for these kind of bands and these kind of artists on at these venues in Uh, santa cruz like that's a whole it's that's a process i've been i've been pretty lucky and also not just lucky but like really putting in the work too of Mm -hmm. like staying consistent with my social media and um staying grounded in terms of my music and like really working on songs and creating it so that it feels right to the crowd and also to me obviously um but i've been kind of hit up most of the time i get hit up by people Mm -hmm. to like um to like perform and stuff and I don't know, I'm just really genuine about, like, what I want to do and what I want. So I feel like sometimes people see that and they're like, okay, you'll be, you be good to, like, perform. And, like, people, I know some people that work doing sound and stuff like that. Oh, cool. So, yeah. like, they kind of, like, link me up to Your other artists. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm thankful that I have those connections. Um, shout out to 23 Hour Entertainment. Um he always does like my sound sometimes when I have shows. I, mm. He books me quite often and pretty grateful for that. So I feel like connections. And I was pretty stoked to open up for a little Jesus. That's dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And that's the thing that like, I mean, <clears throat> having talent isn't enough. You got to put your, now the social media, you got to work. You got to, like you told me, uh, oh, in the, in the, yep. you told me earlier that story going, you went to LA to perform and came back the same day <laughs> yeah. for like a last yeah. minute gig. Like, fuck, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's impressive, dude. Oh like, yeah. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And I, I was kind of like feeling really adventurous. Where was I going you with just this? Just had brand new windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be mentioning that. I oh, have I'm to. That's, I, the last, that's the last time. That's the last time. Okay, you said it. Or else I'm walking out. <laughs> She's driving back to LA. She talked about. I'm going to LA and I'm gonna. Just... It's a great running gag. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you. What did you do in LA for that show? Um. So what happened? What's how that I booked that? I don't even know. But uh, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Well, what was I, I supposed ca- to do today? Okay. So, so, so basically, I have this little short video clip of um, my latest music video mm-hmm. that I promoted, and then it was through that promotion that someone came through and said, "Hey, uh, would you like to play a show? Open up for us." in LA and I was like sure I said sure I didn't even know their name or the band or like where the thing was you know I was just like okay yeah. I want to go to LA let's go never say no to gigs and he's like well, sometimes, Are you sh-? sometimes you gotta say no to gigs <laughs> yeah I've said no to ridiculous ones but yeah oh, yeah yeah sometimes you gotta say no the feeling yeah 
the ideal is right but sometimes it, it's not worth it but it was worth it for me yeah. to go to LA because haven't played in LA and and so it was just kind of a nice opportunity it's a different vibe out there huh very mm. yeah yeah in what way I know you mentioned but like you know when you so like the atmosphere can kind of be the same per se like if Mm -hmm. it's like a little small club show depending what you're doing Mm -hmm. but like everyone there is somebody Mm. right everyone there especially when you're playing or like somebody that's also probably in the band or something i mean it could be anything a producer i mean record exec well well it's a whole different thing so when you go out there the other bands that you're playing with right like they are somebody Mm. to so like when you come out here we'll play with bands like oh yeah we all work at starbucks here Mm. for them they all do music full-time they've worked with there's they have some kind of deal they know people here here and here Mm. and so you're like there's a lot more internal pressure to Mm. be your best and show them like oh just because i come from the bay or just because i come from you know wherever you are and like yeah i could i could like i deserve to be here too but you put a lot of that self-pressure on you i felt that is that is that the experience you had well i honestly went in blindly i just said i want to be there and I'll, i'll go and uh i to be fair i had another show the day after which was the reason I wanted to come back the same night because yeah. I had a noon, like a festival thing. Jesus. But then it got canceled, so I was like, okay, well, I still want to come back. Yeah. Because um, I'm solo and, well, I didn't book a, like a hotel, a hotel or, or anything. anything. Mm. But the people, the band members were super nice and everybody else was nice and they were all yeah. pretty um, surprised that I just like went for a show. Yeah. Uh, but they were super kind and yeah, I definitely get the vibe of like everybody being super like prepared and kind of have this idea of like or this feeling or this vibe of like being big or being someone already right right. like so i really i really like that just because it's ironic but that day i dressed like shit on purpose i was like i'm just gonna like be whatever Hmm. and i'll let my music speak for me kind of thing also it was a drive so i needed to be Be comfortable Uh, but normally I like to dress like nice when I perform because I consider like how you dress and like how you carry your music too, like how That's you all s- the one package. Yeah, and I really like that because I like like fashion. So at least I try. But that day I looked like shit, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh damn, all these people what, look super what would, nice. <laughs> what made you decide like that was the day that I'm just gonna let my music speak for itself? Especially, uh, especially knowing you're going to LA. It was any like, the one place you wouldn't. Right. Want to do that. It was a new identity mm. for me. So it was like I'm showing up as I as I am and uh Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> like with uh, messy. Yeah. Yeah, so basically yeah, that was a new identity for me kind of feel. Sure. And I was like it does not I don't think I just didn't feel like it was gonna matter too much. Yeah. Yeah. Especially what? letting letting your oh what's your when you when you're talking about uh, style and fashion, like what is your onstage style? Like, are you, you know, aiming for something highbrow like Dior? Or are you are you aiming for hipster? Like, what is what's your presentation? Damn. Well, that's kind of an interesting question. I feel like my hair is kind of like what defines my outfit. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I, I. Yeah. I get that 100. percent Yeah. Like my hair is like the one thing that I have always as a a statement so have my curly big hair and sometimes i think of like making it straight but then like that's not me and if somebody i were to meet someone i would like them to see me like this and i also feel different when i don't have my curly hair but i feel like my curly hair defines the rest of my outfit and i tend to go for something kind of boxy I tend to wear a lot of blazers, like uh, like the big oversized blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm getting into shades, like I'm wearing these, um, getting into more accessories. And yeah. Yeah. I like tall shoes that are like bold and mm. I like bold colors. Combat, combat boots, kind of. Yeah. yeah, I love combat boots. I'm wearing some right now too. Yeah, they're, they're perfect. And yeah, just I'm also into like the 80s. So I love incorporating a little bit of 80s, which is kind of like my hair already, naturally, because mm-hmm. they were big and, like, frizzy and curly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, 
I like poppy colors too. Just kind of having like a statement, something, whether it is my hair or a blazer. Yeah. Or all my clothes, one color. I don't know. Yeah. There is a there is a thing like, like you mentioned earlier. Um, <clears throat> I noticed that recently. I went to a show and I was wearing like a button up, and I ironed my pants, and I was like, you know, looking. I felt like I looked nice. And then the next day I did another show in a hoodie with jeans and like my shoes were hella dirty. <laughs> like yeah. the white part was yellow, you know, those kind of shoes. Yeah. And and I was wearing a hat and I was all like a mess. And I did bet I don't know what it is, but I did better looking like shit <laughs> than I did when I was I think but I think because I was comfortable. Right. Like and then like I feel like I'm most I'm always wearing hoodies more than like this how I usually am. I don't know what it is about that that like it you kind of um I don't know, like you said, the pressure sometimes of well, not it's not pressure, but well, no, it can I feel be comfortable. I feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah, I think too. You have to. I think music and comedy are a little different in this sense, where yeah. like in music, no matter what, like we, because talking's not our main point, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The the music is the main point of our show. Yeah. So you want your when you're performing that you want a style you know around the whole thing like that's kind of props right it's part yeah. it's part of our show yeah. where for you guys you, yeah dressing nice is always cool but like you get to talk to people and make them feel personal just with your personality you can win them over you can way. win them over that way yeah so like if i met you on the street and you were just instantly funny and we were talking for two minutes at a bus stop while we were both waiting for the bus i don't care what you were wearing yeah you know what i mean that's true but if you were seeing me perform and i look like shit versus i looked really nice you'd be like oh that's the difference if i would buy a ticket to go see him or not yeah <laughs> or if i take him serious as an artist or not i was wearing that's a hoodie, the difference I was wearing a hoodie for a free show too so <laughs> yeah 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 but i definitely feel like the connection between wearing something that makes you comfortable and i go back and forth all the time like do i want to be like do i want to do i want to channel like my my like my uh, femininity or do i want to channel like my <sighs> chilling at home vibes yeah how do you so, balance that i don't i guess it depends not. it depends on the weather <laughs> i'm just like like today like i changed like 20 times <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i did that last night and then i ended with like whatever i was like okay just wear these boxes out of time <laughs> just put your shades on and that'll look cool enough yeah <laughs> you do look cool though and you know I, I thank you you know what i like the, the way you're holding the mic earlier like i feel like we're at a punk show you're about to yeah that's a very I was like, like wrap it around yeah me. yeah i was like that looks dope man like that's part of your aesthetics i yeah I, I, with my hands sometimes like when i'm performing i like have to grab <laughs> you grab the wire I, yeah i used to do that when i was nervous when i first started stand up <laughs> you fuck up the mic no that's fucking that's fucking up the wire it is yeah I this isn't what she's doing no i know no, that's no, I, I, shit. Do, I used to do this because i was nervous that's doing it right yeah no yeah that's, that's right. not at all what i would do i would do this because i was nervous like, rolling it like hair uh, hey guys you guys have sound guys cutting you off like, having a good time <laughs> stop booking jd he's fucked up six xlrs already <laughs> <laughs> i want to talk to you about your uh like growing up the like your music um background like that you like what what you grew up on like, right you know because uh, you said you came here from mexico mexico okay yeah i'm from veracruz oh, okay. um yeah well i have i grew up there which means that i grew up listening to my mom's music which at the time was janet um janet is a very has a very soft voice kind of dreamy mm. sad girl <laughs> uh, definitely come through um and also like when I say like salsa, like other salsa um, music, Ricardo Montaner, um, trying to think of all the artists that she listened to, but I feel like Janet, uh, Julieta Venegas back oh. then, uh, more of the pop later on. Um, but yeah, when she was there, when we were over there, and I was because I was a kid. I would say Yenet was one of the ones that I remember the most. How old were you when you came over? I was 11. Okay. So how did that, how did that change for your shift? Like what you gravitated to when you came here? Ah, well, it was a culture clash, Yeah. but it really pushed me to learn the story that I have for that is, is that I was going through the change 
I was like, I came from Veracruz, which is really hot in weather, mm -hmm. and I was always cold here, and it was a summer, but I was cold, and I was alone. My mom worked a lot. Um, she was a single mother. Actually, yeah, like, she was a single mother, so I spent a lot of time on my own, and I was going to school at one point. Started going to school after the summer, and then... Um, Basically, in my head, I said, I need to learn something. My mom's like, oh, te tienes que poner a aprender karate. And I was like, I don't want to learn karate. <laughs> but I see, I see where she was coming from. Maybe right. she saw me that I was struggling to to blend in. Adapt. Adapt. And um, she was probably like, you need to exercise, like move, leave the house. But I was like, that's not me. I don't want. But now I wish that I had learned karate. Um, oh, yeah. Never too late. No. I could, yeah, I could still well, I mean, kick ass. At some point it could be too late. It could be to my bones. I, feel like I mean, yeah. once you get to... I'm eating, like 32 tai now. Chi. Tai Chi, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I can still help you in the fight. <laughs> less, less motion on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically I just I said, Mom, I, I think I want to learn an instrument. And I was like, hey, it's either between drums or a keyboard or a guitar. And how I went about deciding that, I was like, well, I live in an apartment. I can't have drums. Mm -hmm. um, guitar, I guess I'm not much of a string person. So I guess what was left was the keyboard. keyboard. And my mom gave me a keyboard from Radio Shack. I don't know if you guys remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Radio Shack was still open. Hopefully our listeners remember Radio Shack. I don't know if they... Uh, Flashback. Back in my day, we used to go to a place called Radio Shack. <laughs> Yeah, so she got me a, a Casio. Nice, uh, nice, nice. And that's how I started. Yeah, self-taught. That's Yeah, that's the best way sometimes. Like, you, you, messing around with something at home, like, you know, a lot of people What's start the, off. It's the only way sometimes. It's the only way sometimes, yeah. Because lessons are expensive. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why a lot of people are teaching themselves, you know, YouTube and stuff like that nowadays for, for kids that are coming yeah. up. But the lessons are hella expensive. Yeah. yeah. No one can spend, you know... Hundred dollars an hour, yeah. it's, and I get it. Like you need to get paid as a, paid as, as a teacher, a teacher, yeah. But yeah. no one can afford that. Inflation, so. inflation button, hit the inflation yeah. button, you know. Or I can, <laughs> up, or I can learn something uploaded on YouTube, yeah, I'm and I get paid through ads and stuff if it blows up. You know what I mean? And that, and also like coming from a background that I that I came with, sometimes like that's an example of like the family background of like. I was gonna say maybe musicians. there yeah there wasn't a, a clear path for my mom to find for me to find lessons um because she didn't know or she doesn't know english so it's like she's on survival mode trying to like work right, right. trying to provide and so that's where it kind of like took on and i was like okay i'm gonna learn this and i'll just yeah i can honestly say that music saved my life and i posted this the other day as a feeling melancholic um and i don't mean it in the way that i was feeling like i wanted to end my life or anything but just like growing up you face like all these changes and then you're like find this one thing that keeps you busy in your mind and then you grounded and you start to develop a passion for for music and i feel like that is my story in terms of like how i started yeah yeah <laughs> love it that's that's beautiful because that's <clears throat> like um it, you know if you don't find something like that all those things that you're talking about can eat you up eventually and that's what happens i've seen like you know you see people that don't have don't have something they're passionate about like yeah i like watching this i like doing this but it's not something you're that you can be passionate about and you could also express yourself with it you know it, it'll eat you up yeah mm -hmm. and i think that more people need to like you know <laughs> Go try something that kind of challenges you and that also you get to express yourself with because, you know, that's, I mean, some people end up ending their life, you know, and mm -hmm. like, yeah. And just uh, shining a light, shining a light on people that are interested in art and music. It tends to be a little bit extra hard for those kids and those uh, people just because, um, well, we tend to have a certain mentality mm. and a, a sense of... A world, different worldview on like certain things, mm -hmm. and so I feel like where was I going with this? Point is that uh, 
musicians are musicians are musicians they're and sad they're, they're sad they're sad <laughs> girls and boys hey, yeah, but I'm, I'm, all kinds of things i'm sure with i mean i don't know if uh, i'll we'll ask you you know like speak for myself <laughs> yeah i speak for myself. i, I want to make sure i say that on camera <laughs> we have a disclaimer yeah um but i'm sure there's been like based on like what you, what you said like people it resonates with people when, when you're you know like you listen to something that it, it sounds like when you're sad you're listening to something and it sounds sad but it also kind of cheers you up have you had people reach out to you so like man this made my day like this cheered me up listening to this yes well i get a lot of people saying like uh oh like i feel like i'm in the stars like <laughs> you know and i'm like well that's great my music it tends to be melancholic and also like not entirely sad um, but yeah, melancholic is the word because yeah. it's like in between sad and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling a sense of a hope or like spacey, spacey, spacey. Yeah. spacey. spacey. I like that. <laughs> yeah. What out of all the? <laughs> Imagine NASA saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> you guys spacey. really feel spacey to the astronauts. Is it? <laughs> We're gonna go do some space stuff today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Out of all the songs that you have released right now, <laughs> what what was one of the hardest to write? Hardest to write. Well, the, I'll I'll say this: the hardest to release was Una Noche Más because it's soft and it's very like, it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. But the the hardest to sing is Interstellar because it's so it's high up there. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Get yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of space in between the verses. <laughs> Thanks for laughing, guys. I don't feel that. You're not, it, took me, it took me a second to like realize what you were saying. I was like, huh? I like looked at you. You ever done stand up? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. You ever done stand up comedy? No. <laughs> it doesn't work apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I um, need some more work. That'll kill in the Berkeley oh, physics department. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> I like how oh. she. I like how she said it's very high up there. <laughs> Please. Please laugh. <laughs> she has a I'll say it again. <laughs> Applause. <laughs> High up there. Like <laughs> No, you ever see when like uh you see like all the, the Latin festivals and they go Applauso yeah. and they're like they tell you to applause. I oh hate that God. shit so much. <laughs> hate it so Don, much. Don Francisco when they oh when they finish God. the song, they're like yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like bro. I, I, I was like, let us decide if we want to When I was younger you were trash. Noise. When I was younger, I, I hope that one day I could be on Don Francisco. <laughs> And my, you know, just never gonna well, happen you, now. You hope, well, cause he's he's old. The end of the show too. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, a clip of Bud Bunny trying to sing a song to Don Francisco. Really? He's like, mama, 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 mama. and Don Francisco was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is trash, dude. He's, he's a very traditional man <laughs> who grew up bringing a lot of like classic artist so yeah. it's a contrast to see like Bud Bunny right in front of him like what are you singing yeah <laughs> are you a fan of the newer that's, style music that's also what I was gonna ask you what artist do you like right now that's out like are you into Bad Bunny J Balvin like those kind of things or are you not those are like the party people but I I was I was telling um JD that I was listening to Caliucci's on the way over here mm. uh, that's my take on on that answer like I think I like I like female artists for mm-hmm. some reason. Who are some of your favorite female artists today? Um, Caliuchis is one. I like um, Carla Morrison, which I often get compared to. But what I like about her is the way she started is somewhat how I find myself right now. And okay. I think I have a lot of respect for that. Um, and But I don't listen to her that much lately. I would say Kaliuchis is one of like my my right Top now. Right now. Yeah, and um this question always fucks with me because I feel like well, it's like they put me on a spot and I can never think of like an artist because <laughs> I listen to like a lot or sometimes right. I don't listen to anything. Right. Right. Yeah. What do you recommend to people listen to? 
That's what I always like. That could be the same answer. It could be the same answer, but it could bring up. Listen to Gabby Bravo. She's like, there we go. There we go. Love it. Please. You're like, please. Please follow me on Instagram. Trying to pay rent. Please, please listen to Gabby Bravo. My rent is due on the 15th. Best comedian out of Watsonville. And I need gas money to get back to Watsonville. So. If not, JD's making me sleep in the vans over here. Oh, yeah, you sleep in that Amazon van. Hey, do you think it can stay the night here? <laughs> it's a converted van. All right, I got a question for you. All right. I what is it. the worst show experience you've ever had? Bum, bum, We've all had bum. one. Um, uh, <laughs> the voice party. <laughs> well, there was no, this one podcast, podcast show. <laughs> Just kidding. You kept talking about pond and windshield wipers. <laughs> wait, so do I? Wait, what is the question? Okay, worst worst live experience, like live show experience. Performing. Performance. Oh, like performance. Like start to finish, like sound check Terrible. was bad, performance was bad, gear wasn't working, or the venue. Whatever. You don't have to name people, per se. <gasps> oh, yeah. This we was, like, unless we you like want to name. We like names. We like names. Nah. But this, uh, it's up to you. This um, this was way back. This wasn't solo. This was as a band. And we had, like, six people in our band. So it was horrible. Because, you know, like, having to do sound for, like, oh, six people. And then... Someone wants something different or... Well, like, just getting the sound and us not knowing, being super new as a band, uh, it was kind of like, we played at this, uh, at this, at this venue in, in San Jose, it was called JJ's, JJ Blues, I don't know if they're mm-hmm. still open, but, mm-hmm. um, we recorded the whole thing, and there was, like, one lady talking shit the entire time. <laughs> you could hear her in the background. We couldn't save any song at all. Oh, it was like, no. and she's like, yeah, no, da, 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 da. and I was I like, mean, you could make those into TikToks now and just, yeah. Wait, what was she capitalize off that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Can you hear what she was saying, or she was was she talking about like you I guys? I think she would she would go back and forth, like having a normal conversation, and then like bringing up something about the band, or just kind of like. Are they gonna play the whole time? Like you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that chick fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, no, but then I also remember like the sound was kind of confusing. By then, I was like trying two mics. I, w- I was having like an effective mic, and also. Uh, oh, cool, cool, yeah. I was trying to do that because I saw Bomba Stereo do that, and I was like, oh, I want that. That's cool. Yeah, um, I tried that for a sec too. But it didn't. It wasn't the best thing because the the sound guy was like making both mics wet basically and i was like i only need like effects on this one and reverb on this one and all the other stuff that i have going on and i need this to be like my dry mic did you have an effect box with Mm -hmm. you oh so he was adding stuff to to, to To both and i was like i'm so confused at this point like dry mic means no effects i've never heard that yeah basically i mean you might have like a little eq and reverb but like it's not like it's not like enhanced well like you can have an effect box and it could be like auto-tune soundy it's like effects robot voice arena boy i mean it could be whatever yeah and it it was just a lot going on and i got confused about like which one (laughs) so then that made me look bad because i was like yeah yeah they're both the same at this point uh and i think the guy who booked us he he's really kind he had a lot of hope in me (laughs) and the band he's like you guys suck but you guys are great (laughs) 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 i was like for some reason I understand what you're saying like we you see potential but we're not there yet and right. we came back a few times and I remember one time I fell I was I was trying to I was because I, I would always get off stage to dance something that I did as a with the uh, with the band I would get off stage and dance with people and I ended up tripping over the cable <laughs> and I fell but it was like total rockstar move because then yeah. I was like woo and then like somebody picked me up and I was like okay I'm back on this is all part of the show it's everyone. part of the fucking show yeah. you'll never know <laughs> yeah you ever forget lyrics on stage oh all the time <laughs> hell yeah but I just uh, I like how quick <laughs> play it off like it's all part of the plan well I want <laughs> of course motherfucker like <laughs> you're like you're lying if you you're don't like no I'm perfect <laughs> yeah no, you're, I, you're I, a yeah. fucking even liar. though you wrote them yourself huh yeah. yeah yeah I forgot like the line to one of my 
punchlines the other day. I was like, that's horrible because like yeah. everybody's looking at you yeah. and yeah, everybody's just yeah. you. It's just you there. It's all right. I played it. If off. there's music, you can at least be like. Uh, no, 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 how no, no, did you play that no, off though? That's I, great. I just said fuck that joke. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll laugh at that. I was like, okay. And people laughed. I was like, cool. All right, cool. He's like, nope. Tell the whole story. There's no actual punchline to it. That's a great bit. And I just went over to you guys like five guys burger. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah. Just like yeah. keep changing subjects yeah. right before the. No punchlines punch tonight, guys. I'm not yeah. doing, I don't feel like doing punchlines. I'm just doing this. The <laughs> that that within itself is the joke. Just fuck that, fuck that joke fuck all that the time. Joke. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna leave out the funny part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope you like it. <laughs> DJ, hit that shit. Like. <laughs> Do you when you go live when you go perform live now uh, for you do you just like bring your keyboard by yourself or do you have a band? Uh, just my husband. Just your husband. <laughs> do, uh, like that guy. What's that guy's name? Julio Morones. Have you seen him? Oh, no. Oh, uh, he's he's a blind guy. He has like four keyboards and he just does his whole ensemble. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's faking it. It's playing. And remembers which keyboard. Yeah, it's just like move part. to the left. <laughs> <laughs> like those guys. Uh, the guys. <laughs> Bro, he can so see. <laughs> No, his eyes are like white. It could be content. It could be content. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Like Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Have you heard? You heard of? Yeah, there's theories that, that, that he can theories see. There's theories that he can see. Yeah. You heard about that? I have not heard that theory. There's, you have that, you heard about there's that? There's been that theory forever. Shaq said it, man. I got conceived. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq, said Shaq said it. I was in the elevator with him. He walked in. He said, "What's what? up, Shaq?" And I was like, "Nah, this motherfucker can see." <laughs> it's called echolocation, and Shaq is a big dude. Man. He has fucking sonar. <laughs> Like oh, a dolphin. <laughs> you know the sonar? Yeah. Uh, you want to know a story about Stevie Wonder, you guys? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, that story? I want to hear No, I, think, I don't. I think, no, I've shared, I think I've shared this yeah. story with you guys. When I was working Chase Center, um, when they first, before it opened, they had a show uh, for all the owners, like 12 tables. It was a small, you know, for the whole chase center mm-hmm. 12 tables and they had like fancy catering and fucking entertainment for the night with stevie wonder that's awesome and uh <laughs> this is like I, this is I, I i'm probably gonna turn this into a bit <laughs> yeah but i'm ready <laughs> my homeboy my coworker, we were like talking because you know we were there we kind of saw it from afar we're like do you think stevie wonder knows how many people are in the audience right now <laughs> Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> Either they told him or he can see clearly. <laughs> no, he can hear. <laughs> 12, tables, is different. Bro. 12 tables, 12 tables, six, of, like six people at each table. Six tops, 10 or, tops. Uh, no, no, probably like 10. 10, 12 tops. But I was just like, damn, like these motherfuckers are rich. Like they just, you know. 60 people just have yeah, Stevie Wonder. For Stevie Wonder. Like yeah. all the owners wow. and their families. Oh, it was like ten owners. Intimate as heck. I, I don't know if ten owners, but it was like the oh, I don't know. The, like, the, the were, top people, the top in people, and for the Warriors. But I was just thinking, like, at the moment, I thought this Stevie thinks this place is packed out. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh at that, but you know, like, that's what I thought. <laughs> you can hear and then it reminded, like, hey, he goes, it reminded me. Have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? No. Yeah. You remember the scene where they had the guys blindfolded playing for some Illuminati party? That's what it reminded me of. Except this blind guy's actually blind. Blind, here, right? You know? Oh, but anyways, that's my. That's my <laughs> anyway, that would be a cool like. Get to a point where you're doing gigs like that, where ten tables, private gig, private making hella money. Those are money makers. Money makers. Yeah. No fans though. No. Fans. I want to make money. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want to have fans. That's doesn't that kind of suck right now? Like, Time to go blind. <laughs> that's. Like, I just order my new contacts on Amazon. <laughs> my blind contacts. <laughs> <laughs> we should all show up here with like all black pupils. <laughs> it's black the new, it's the new way to go blind. Um. But what's it called? No, no, no. Yeah, like we're we're at that stage right now where like. If you want money, right? Like you can go start doing corporate stuff, but like no one cares <laughs> about up. your music. You know what I mean? Like they're, you're there for entertainment. That's when they want two-hour shows, and you're like, oh, I don't even have two hours worth of music. But that's also me personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you can go 
and they'll be like, hey, we got this great opportunity. Either you owe us money to play or you're not getting nothing. And, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And you're like, okay, there's a potential to make some fans. I'll, I'll ask you guys as musicians, you know, um, in that sense, like, because I've heard of, like, comics getting paid good to go perform in a boat like cruises mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> musicians oh, yeah. too musicians too like yeah. um who, like do you does like for you for instance does it matter like you go perform anywhere or is there a specific type of show you want to do mostly mm. like do you have a mm. is there a, a conflict artistically that you have when like gigs like that like doing a corporate gig like would you I mean, I'm sure for a lot of people, that's not what they would want to focus, like 10 tables, you know, <laughs> Maybe. as opposed to a venue like, you know, something like a small theater where you can fill it up with people that are there because mm. they like your music. Mm. If I get paid, I'll go. <laughs> that's a philosophy right there. Hey, uh, but get these bills paid. But uh, yeah, got to get back to Watsonville, people. <laughs> Pragmatism. Uh, but... But obviously, there is a specific type kind of show that I that I feel most um, at home. At home, yeah, like the night ones, the ones with lighting. You get to express yourself. Yeah, the ones where people are drunk and everything. And sad. <laughs> and sad. <laughs> uh, and I just came from a Lana Del Rey show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do. I do like to support the community. I do get hit up a lot for festivals and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, and that's how I've met a lot of people too. And those are the ones that usually are happy to connect you with other yeah. people in the in the community that are passionate about their own art. And so, nighttime shows are like my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, like daytime shows, I'm like. <laughs> but you you make connections at those for sure mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah no and, that, and that, that's that's what i see like sometimes i'll do a show where it's like oh man there's not a lot of people here kind of sucks i came all this way but from doing this i might get two or three gigs yeah definitely and the ones that would turn down are the ones that are 20 minutes and far away uh i feel like i'm gravitating towards not doing less than 30 I do 30 or more, uh, like 30 or more, uh, like a set of 30 or 30 more. Minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. What is that? What is that? Like, uh, 30, um, like in 30 minutes, how many songs? 30 minutes. Usually it what depends like? how long. It depends on what kind of music you make. Oh yeah. yeah. No, but I mean specifically for you, like what is that? For me, it depends on like, I always like to count. I used to write super long songs and so now I'm like, no, I'm going to. 15 minutes. <laughs> I used to write, super like, long intros six, and stuff. Yeah. When we get back yeah. from this intermission, I'll finish this solo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm definitely writing shorter songs now. Okay. Um, so I feel like a 30 minute, I don't know. How much? How long? For, for me, I mean, for me, I feel like you're asking him. Like, we please get, help we me. have like our longest songs maybe at the four minute mark. Yeah. Our shortest two. You did Thirty minutes at Yoshi's. Two fifty. Right? No, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, so maybe like we'll be if we don't talk. If I don't take in talking breaks or anything, we can get in seven to ten songs yeah same pretty short 30 minutes yeah uh, but that's one after the other yeah if i'm taking talking breaks seven songs do you talk like he like he just said do you talk like uh, <laughs> sometimes okay. i think uh at the beginning i do like a soft intro and then i'd be like my name is gabby bravo or like somewhere in between <laughs> that's exactly how she does her interest my name is gabby bravo <laughs> <laughs> and then I just play something music. sad <laughs> yeah. i was like okay thank you you guys ready to get sad <laughs> <laughs> who's ready to cry Woo! <laughs> you know it'd be amazing if we like see her like at the San Francisco like uh, American Great Music Hall yeah. and then we all just bring one windshield wiper <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. that would make instead, me cry instead of lighters <laughs> we just bring windshield wipers <laughs> that's a great idea sky, oh, sky full of windshield you should, wipers you should write a song called windshield, windshield wiper I will please do it for, for us one yes. one, one windshield <laughs> wiper I'll abbreviate it we only want one point on Wait, that song yeah, we, one windshield how do you abbreviate one so O, one O W W W O W W. That's gonna be the title. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
It's happening. One windshield wiper. <laughs> there you go. We just wrote it right there. <laughs> it just writes itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How, how's a... How's it been, like, especially this last, what would you say, um, five years? Like, it's really, so, I mean, it's been helpful for longer than that, but, like, how's it been using social media to put your stuff out there? Because now that's, like, I mean, shit, that's the most useful tool for musicians, artists. Yeah. Podcasters. Podcasters, comedians. Yeah. I started with Facebook. Didn't do so well. I jumped into Instagram way back and I feel like that has been my platform where I'm, where I'm most alive and I try YouTube like I have stuff on YouTube but I don't dedicate time unfortunately I probably should but I don't like my f- my views are so bad on YouTube <laughs> my, yeah, my, yeah. Like, what, what are your TikTok I are d- you on TikTok at all? I don't have TikTok well, but I used to I was gonna say I found an, a page of yours on TikTok, but it looked like it hadn't been touched in a while. You know what? I'm going to go back to TikTok and get on it because That's I started huge. With, with the idea of making a music TikTok. And guess what? I started just doing videos of my dogs <laughs> because I, got, I was like, damn, nobody's liking anything of my music. You just so, got to be consistent. So um, just keep posting music. Yeah. And so, and yeah, thank you. So I think I will go back to that. Also, you know what they say, right? Be careful what you go viral for. So like if you do post your dogs and stuff a lot in the middle of your music, and then you go viral for a dog video then when you start posting music again no one's gonna care about that they just want more dog oh, videos yeah. so they, we want the dog yeah. videos so they always say be careful what you go viral for so if you're gonna you can go viral 100% it's gonna be 100 200 videos before something happens but like you gotta stay consistent that's that's literally what it is you one night uh I have two Instagrams. One is a personal, but I never really go on it. And I did a reel of my dogs. <laughs> and then at night, I just I started hitting bloop, 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 yep. bloop, 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 bloop. And I was like, oh my God, am I going viral? And it's like, nah, it was just a bunch of people liked that one video. But I was like, damn, I could like spend so much time on this like music one. And then yeah. it just nobody cares about it. <laughs> That's funny you said that. Story over life. Two of my videos yeah. have gone viral on TikTok. One was a skit that I did with another comic. And I post clips of this. And then the other one was a video I made of him for Christmas. Remember that one? Yes, yes. It was just him that. eating Mexican food at my Christmas party. So wholesome, and that went, man. that went viral. And none of like the ones that I post about this have gone as viral as those. It's a trip. It's a... <laughs> But it, it still counts as a voice party. Thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I liked it. I mean, it definitely grabbed my attention when I saw it. I was like, I want to go there. <laughs> it's a magical place. It is. It's beautiful out here. <laughs> when, uh, when uh, we're getting close to the end, and before we go, like, no, I know. I, <laughs> we want to ask you, like, uh, well, first, where your social media people can follow you, can listen to your music, and another thing, anything we left out that you want to put out there. Yeah, so the best way to follow me is on Instagram is uh, Gabby Bravo dot music, and that's G A B I dot Bravo music. And what's um, your TikTok? Um, yeah, you, by the time this comes out, you got to be back. To be Instagram. continued, I promise I'll bring it back. <laughs> TikTok's um, link in the Instagram bio. Yes, definitely. Um, and also link on my bio to go to my Spotify. I'm on Spotify as Gabby Bravo, G-A-B-I. I always like to spell it out because people do B-B-Y and it's known as G-A-B-I. Uh, for Gabby, Gabby Bravo. Um, also on Spotify, I already said that. Um, One more time. YouTube and Spotify. <laughs> and don't forget um, Spotify. Yeah, you can also like blast my music on uh, Instagram if you want to like tag my songs to use them for your little videos or whatnot. Thank you. you. Find Ooh. me there and um, everywhere really. You can search me on Pandora, iTunes, or Apple Music. I don't know, like the distribution does a bunch of random platforms that I don't even listen to, but you can find me. You can find me. You have no excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Quick question. What distribution are you using? CD Baby. CD Baby. Okay. Yeah, but I heard... you like that? um, I haven't explored with other ones, but I, I feel like it's about time. DistroKid. Because I heard... What? DistroKid. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what we switched over from TuneCore to DistroKid. So much better. Okay, I swi- I'll switch. Yeah. Mm. Is that for... Um, distribution? And I heard good on things about TuneCore, too. So if you're on Tune- DistroKid, that's... TuneCore is, was great when everything was kind of even playing, but 
DistroKid has more connection with TikTok. Um, also, um, is that like anchor for musicians? It's, yeah, yeah. Okay, got That's good to know. I've heard it before. And, uh, I... and a two core is just really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. DistroKid's a little cheaper. Yeah, heard. Okay, thank you. I think I know where to go. It leads me to the next thing. Um, I will be releasing music soon. Don't have a date, but it's... 2023. Mm-hmm. 2023 for sure, and I'm working a lot on, on a lot of music, and I'm collaborating with Flaco. I already mentioned that on a song. Who? And, um, <laughs> Flaco Alejandro. What the fuck is that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Flaco. Oh. What's in the mix? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <a> quien es? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and, and also we talked about this earlier like I told you about a venue in Richmond that wants to put on music so you gotta come out hopefully summertime come out to summertime summertime <laughs> sadness <laughs> sad girl pop 2023 <laughs> we gotta have you back 100% yeah have me back anytime awesome thank you so Whenever, much when you have new out. music out yes yeah. yes, yes absolutely yes, for sure um Thank you again for coming out. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you. We appreciate it. You reaching out. You know, we'd love to have you back anytime. When you make new music, like you said. Okay. <laughs> not not any time before. We're going to have no don't other come time. Back yet. Don't if even, don't, don't don't even contact us. No, don't that. think about it. Don't you think about hitting us up until you come up with new music. <laughs> and, and next time you come, we'll have windshield wipers here for you. Okay, you better you. have your TikTok back up. I wish I had saved some bucks buying you windshield wipers, and I just would have asked you guys to buy those for me. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll bring some windshield wipers next time. Here. We could take one. <laughs> we just take them off the cars here. <laughs> they won't miss him. What kind of car is it? What kind of car do you have? It's a Toyota. There's a Toyota right here. <laughs> oh, that's been the. Can we get some new tires too while we're at it? <laughs> These have brand new rims. We're good. <laughs> All right. That's been the voice party, and we're out. Woo. That was good, dude. That was, that was good. good. It's fantastic. My ears are sweating. Oh, uh, my ears hurt.